recall if you can that emotion that brought you in the past and try to make it as vivid as possible let it stir up a new a strong determination strong passionate determination to get to the antidote of suffering let this strong passionate determination be so strong that it informs your very posture making it come into terms making it become conducive to meditation to the process through which you will achieve you will gain that antidote so in the posture itself there should be a sense of calmness attentiveness and stability so go to the legs make sure that they are comfortable that there is <coughs> stability and you're not consciously holding them in place do the same with the hands make sure the elbows are not too far not too close to the body shoulders even, relaxed, back naturally straight, comfortable. Head and neck centered, mouth, teeth, tongue resting in their natural places. Eyes conducive for you. And feel the sense of ease descending upon the body. And have the intention to allow it to continue its course and let the mind itself rest in this ever-deepening sense of ease you're not even concerned about what to do with distractions your only concern is are you aware of the breath as you breathe out do you know that you are breathing out? As you breathe in, do you know that you are breathing in? Breathing out, knowing that you're breathing out. Breathing in, knowing that you're breathing in. Have a part of your mind go back to the posture to make sure that it is conducive to meditation that it is comfortable 
there is stability in the pasture and if you need to make adjustments make your adjustments staying as aware of the breath as possible stability and comfort. Go back to just awareness of the breath. Breathing out, know you are breathing out. Breathing in, know you are breathing in. Pay attention in particular to the continuity of awareness following the breath from out-breath to out-breath. And your intention to keep that continuity unbroken while you follow 21 cycles of breath. of that determination again.
this very meditative meditation, this very session, is geared toward that aim. The space in front of you, at the level of your eyebrows, about an arm's length or in prostration's distance from you. And know that the very means through which you will achieve your goal is in that space. Your guide, the very embodiment of what you're aspiring to achieve. Appearing in a form made entirely of light. And as you review this in your mind, focusing in that space, as soon as you have that measure of conviction, whatever that measure may be, that indeed your infallible means to achieve your goal is in that bright present, bright space. Hold on to it. Ensure your reverence in your mind prostrate. yourself, take a refuge, make offerings, obstacles that you have experienced, that are still there to be experienced, by admitting your faults and the actions committed under their influence, knowing that these actions are the very cause of these obstacles, having an intelligent sense of regret, again holding on to your conviction that the infallible means to help you achieve your goal is in front of you and take a refuge, seeking protection, guidance and strength. to do something. 
align your mind with those qualities needed to help you succeed and to help further refine your mind, preparing it for meditation. Now rejoice, letting your mind take great joy in goodness, yours and others, no matter what the measure of goodness may be. state you find yourself in and endeavor to stay there. From within that state, turn your heart to all beings, embrace them. While holding them in an embrace of compassion and love, turn your mind to the teacher Feel the connection that through the teacher you're connected to all the nine beings. And on behalf of all sentient beings, request the enlightened beings to teach, teach how to truly end pain, how to find true happiness. And beg them to stay, to stay for however long it takes until all beings are free, until they're all truly happy. Again, bring back that determination. And look at the merit you've gained so far through these preliminaries and dedicate their power to help you succeed with your meditation. Be clearer. Your analysis. Be more profound, more stable. achieve your goal is that bright presence now just a palm's distance above your head, the very object, the very embodiment of what you're aspiring to achieve is right above your head. And beg for blessings, to be freed of your obstacles to be filled with the realizations that you seek.
see yourself and feel yourself bathe from the light emanating from the teacher above your head strengthening further your determination to make this meditation session as profitable as possible in your mind that the very object that you are aspiring to achieve is right above your head and that will create and strengthen an aspiration to become inseparable. Let that aspiration gain strength and let the strength of that aspiration take over until by the power of that aspiration the form of the teacher above your head dissolves into a point of light. See and feel that point of light, which is the very realization you seek. Descend through the crown of your head, finding your mind in your heart center and becoming inseparable with your mind there.
your legs are in need of being stretched, go ahead, stretch them. Okay. Alright. Uh, uh, try to uh, uh, have you hold on to that uh, sense of tranquility you, you were experiencing, so you can quickly go back to it. Uh, again, I'm, uh, so as we are approaching more and more the end of the Hat Sutra, uh, I won't be uh, giving uh, long talks. I'll be ta- giving you little, you know, little things for you to think about. And one of the uh, uh, topics to think about to help you understand more about conventional reality and making a uh, contrast between conventional and ultimate reality. And here's the point where, although I told you it's none of your business, but it's the point where it's your business, is to uh, try to understand what is, it, what is omniscience? What is omniscient? Uh, it's not because of that, but it's, it's connected, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, if you are in Gishala's, what was that? Forum? <laughs> <laughs> Debate? <laughs> uh, about that was last, the last Sunday of last month? The last, yeah, right? Last weekend of last month. Uh, it's that, w- that was one of the topics that people were uh, debating. Okay. Well, here's an opportunity for you to uh, now just try to understand what does it mean? What is omniscience? And I'm not referring to, I'm not talking about it mostly in the sense of. Uh, does it see all things? Okay. Uh, so I'll just begin by going along a certain line of thinking to see, right? If, starting from one understanding of, uh, of what does it mean for something to be self-existent, okay? If self-existent means it's not coming, it's not uh, in my head, it's not in my mind, then, in a way, you can say we are all already omniscient. Because if whatever exists is just what ripens in your mind, and if, if it doesn't ripen in your mind, it doesn't exist, that means whatever you are, you are perceiving, everything that already exists. So you are already an omniscient Buddha. If that is the meaning of, if that's what it means for something to be self-existent. Okay? Now, since there are things that exist that you don't perceive, maybe it doesn't mean that. Maybe. Or are there things that exist that you don't perceive? Okay. Well, we have to, you know, look at all sides of things, right? So that's uh, something for you to think about, about omniscience. Okay. And, and this will, uh, understanding omniscient uh, in... Uh, Having a clarity about what is omniscient will sort of help you to, to, to uh, deepen your understanding of what does it mean uh, for something to lack inherent existence. What does it mean for something to exist uh, self-existently? To ex- what's, the, what's the other term? Uh, that outside of, my, outside of your mind does it have an existence? If it were to exist on its own side, would that mean that it exists outside of your mind? Does mind mean dependent origination? Does mind mean dependent origination? No. Mind. <laughs> that was clear. No. 
definition of mind. Okay. And uh, that, that, that term, dependent origination, okay, whatever is dependently originated is perceived by the Buddha. Now, if dependently originated means what my mind creates, then the Buddha can only see what his mind creates. And you can only see what your mind creates. Then to apply this term omniscient only to the Buddha is unfair. Because I'm, I'm already seeing all that exists if all that exists is already only what my mind is creating. Okay. The, the point is, not the point, which is the point, but the emotion that I want you to get to is to the, emo- the emotion that uh, I thought I knew it, I thought it was clear, that emotion of or arriving at the true nature of reality has some, there's something uh, f- uh, similar to that experience, to that emotion. Okay. When you are when you feel confident, certain that you understand the true nature of reality, and this confident, you're not, you don't feel any way shaken. Either you're already a uh, you know, high-level bodhisattva, or maybe you don't really understand it yet. Now, it does, doesn't mean that uh, now try to shake yourself and then make yourself think that you see, you're understanding it. But going through the process of analyzing and or, and feeling that you don't there's nothing to hold on you don't there's really nothing to hold on to. Okay. All right. Here's is a is a question to ponder. Uh, if the ultimate source of of things is my mind, then your mind being a thing, what is its ultimate source? If it's still your mind, then why does your mind not have the same quality as other things? Other things which are not your mind, the ultimate source is your mind, your mind being a thing that exists as other things, why does your mind have a different nature as other things. Your mind is still mind. Send it. And the reason I'm going through this is because it's kind of, we are, we've left behind somewhat the grosser misunderstandings, right? And uh, now we are are in a place where we feel somewhat uh, comfortable with what we think, where we think, what we think we underst- is the understanding of the true nature of reality, and yet, if you're not, if it's not shaking you, forcing you, it's like uh, uh, you get to uh, an emotional state where you're forced to do something. You feel an urgency to do something. If you just arrive at a point, and say, "Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, that's very nice." So what am I going to have for, for dinner tonight? Um, <laughs> are we going to have pizza, cheese with a pizza tonight? <laughs> if it doesn't urge you to do something, 
if there isn't a very strong emotional component to it, then you have reached a point of ease where you just will, you, you, you sort of like uh, reach a point where you just you, you're, um, sort of like uh, stop your evolution, so to speak, or stop your progress of understanding. Because somewhere within you, you feel like you already arrived. Okay. Uh, not a junior, but one of those guys, great guys. <laughs> it said, without the object, there cannot be its subject. Well, it actually begins the other way. I already sort of ruined it for you. <laughs> Without the subject, there cannot be its object. And we will go of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, without, without the object, there cannot be its subject. And if you're feeling a bit like you're floating in space, then I'm taking you to the right place. It means without the caution, I don't exist. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but not quite that. <laughs> of course, if that cushion disappears, you, you, you're going to exist. Can you give some We're talking about a, its subject. And it seems, almost seems like a mind-only school, right? It seems like mind-only school, but it's not mind-only school. Without, it's, 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 it's for you to sort of get to a point where you're not holding on to anything as an ultimate. If you hold on to the outside world as an ultimate, then you're sort of like uh, in the lowest uh, school. And I mean, I'm not saying lowest, like, you know, like you degrade you or anything. If, if only we wish we could have the lowest uh, school of understanding. If you have that, that's the ultimate, then you're stuck on one extreme. And if you think that the subject is the ultimate, then you're stuck on another extreme. Madhyamika, the middle path. Okay. Ultimately, it's not good. <laughs> now, try to confuse yourself even further, or <laughs> try to unconfuse yourself <laughs> by yourself on your own side. <laughs> now, do you understand what you're going to be, going to be doing, or are you confused about that? <laughs> Well, we started by trying to understand what does it mean, what does that term omniscient mean? What does it refer to? What, what is included within it? Okay. What makes a phenomena of something that you can call, oh, that's omniscience? Okay. What's in there? Okay. And it's always in reference to a way to help you understand uh, the true nature of reality. What is emptiness? Okay. All right, so let's go. Contemplate. The mind, the, the mind of the Buddha. <laughs> so, if you can bring back first that determination and somewhat holding on to it and add on top of it. of clear memory of the sense of uh, sense of ease, the sense of tranquility you felt, right? Almost like reconnecting instantly to that tranquil state.
hand to help stabilize it. Observe five cycles of breath, having the thought or the concept that you are thinking in your heart center. of looking at the various empties the room being empty of outsides commotions and noise and holding on to that peace which is that lacking and then making it more and more subtle until it and just bring that vivid memory and like you did just now reconnect to it through memory and then begin your contemplation of omniscience in relation to how you understand emptiness
tranquil state, let go of the analysis, enjoy the tranquil state. From within this tranquil state, embrace all beings with a very strong wish that they be free of all troubles, all pains, that they find true happiness. of this meditation to the achievement of your ultimate goal. Become aware of the breath again. Staying aware of the breath, slowly become aware of the body. Starting with the top of the head, slowly becoming more and more aware of more of the body until you reach your toes. <coughs> 